1: Looking for a unique gift idea? Check out my book, The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula, for any mom in your life. She's gonna receive great tips, great wisdom, tons of positive birth stories, and I promise you she'll be glad you got it for her. You can check it out on Amazon or any of my social media links. Welcome, everybody, to my doula, Micah. I am really glad you are joining me today on this episode. Um, So I recently did an episode called In This Season of Motherhood, where I talk about all the different faces of the word mom, Um, whether you're an expecting mom, a new mom, a mom of adult children, a single mom, a stepmom, our roles show up differently, and they can actually shift and change. So uh, anyway, my guest is here today to help me highlight a particular kind of mom. So welcome to the show, Dawn. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Micah. I'm so, so pleased and excited to be here with you today. Same. So you guys, this is Dawn Williams. She's a coach. She is an author of the book, Free to Conceive. And I'm just so excited for you all to hear her story. Uh, so let's just get into it, Dawn. Um, you've got free reign here, girl. Start wherever you want to start as you share about your journey, your family, your business, your book. How does that sound?
0: Oh, that sounds perfect. All right, and I, you know, I, I yeah, I thank you for the opportunity to share my story because you know I'm a firm believer in when we share stories, we learn from each other, we grow from that opportunity, we can inspire each other. And you know, I think people feel supported when they're in a similar
1: circumstance too. Hundred percent. It's exactly why I'm doing this podcast. So thank you.
0: Yes, yeah, thank you. So let's see, where to start with this? So I'm probably like many of your listeners, you know, you know, we've had like we grew up wanting to be moms, a lot of us. I mean, I I started at like six years old knowing I wanted <laughs> to be a mom. Like the, the desire was planted in my heart very strongly then. I had a younger sister that I took care of. So just kind of putting that out there that, you know, did the babysitting and I have a teaching degree and I worked in daycare and, you know, it's was just really groomed to be a mom and just felt like that was my calling. and Right. So at 24 years old, I was married and um, was married to my high school sweetheart mm-hmm. and kind of just hoped that, you know, my dream would come true shortly after. Yep. So. I will not spend a lot of time on this part of the story because it's not the important part, but just a little little bit of backstory with this is that he ended up telling me down the road of our marriage, we were married 10 years, that he did not want children. Oh, wow. And yeah, so it's a very big form of betrayal that was just kind of pushed off with him always wanting to be doing more educationally as a professional student, let's say. And there was a lot of infidelity, but you know, bottom line is that marriage ended and it put me in a place where as much as I wanted to be the mom, it was put on the back burner. And then it was inevitable to me later that he didn't want this. Mm. So now I'm at an advanced age already. So I'm divorcing him at 34 years old. And now what, right? Like, okay, do you find someone else? And does, where does this dream lead me? Yeah. Well, I feel like God had my back a little bit there. And he, he I wasn't even ready for in a new relationship. He put someone in my path and he's the perfect man for me. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, I know at 37 years old, I married him. So that was three years later. He was, you know, he's 15 years older than I am. And mm-hmm. a second marriage for him as well didn't have children from his first marriage his his wife was unable to for you know um medical reasons so we both came into this new marriage together you know wanting the same thing and I was very careful before we jumped into this marriage because I was like are you sure you want to have children you know you're (laughs) 15 years older than I am right I don't need this but you know what's really interesting Micah how many of us have the conversation before we even get married Like, what if we can't conceive? What will Mm -hmm. we do? Mm -hmm. We all just assume that we will. Yeah. You know, you're right. That is not not a typical
1: combo before you get married. You're right. Not. And we spend so much like
0: we we prepare ourselves to not become pregnant until we're ready to do so. We're on the birth control. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah, I was doing all those things, too. And now we're ready to do this. And, you know, we get married. And right from the start, we know that we don't have a lot of time to waste. So let's get moving with this. Mm and when you uh, someone who's diagnosed with infertility they are diagnosed if they're if they're younger than 35 years of age if you have a year of trying to get pregnant you know unprotected sex mm-hmm. and you don't succeed then you're considered infertile
1: mm-hmm.
0: now i was already over the age of 35 so yeah. in six months time if you're not able to conceive then you're considered infertile yeah. so then the issue became let's determine what causing the infertility what can mm-hmm, we do about mm-hmm. it interestingly enough my mother says well it can't be you we're all fertile in this family <laughs> you know? okay mom don't That's put any right That's hilarious <laughs> right? yes yes so yeah my my older sister had three children now my mom had three children everyone in the family you know literally the statistics are one in six couples Wow. suffer with infertility in the united states wow it is so common so, is so prevalent high. but yet it is so high and it's not discussed very well no. so the conversations aren't happening and i think it perpetuates the silence on the infertility sufferers mm-hmm. because you know you're kind of one expecting that your body's supposed to do what it's designed to do yeah. right yeah. and everyone around you like all of my friends and family I was like, where's the one? And I'm the one in six. I don't know anyone else because they all have families. They're all fertile. They didn't have stories of struggling, you know, so nobody could really relate to me, which was Mm -hmm. its own hardship.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So we go and get the testing done and the testing itself can be a little invasive. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things they did with me was, you know, blood testing to check your hormone levels. I would actually recommend this to, I would say, women in general who are waiting later to have babies that maybe they should just get their blood levels checked, the hormone levels checked, because the issue with me was a high FSH, which is the follicle stimulating hormone. Mm. And what that meant was that my eggs were much more mature than they should be for someone my age. Mm. So I was already on the cusp of hitting menopause. And so, yeah, the biological clock like super ticking at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were like, we don't know how much time you have. So then my husband's tested. He has issues with his sperm basically on with every aspect. The speed of the sperm, the shape of the sperm, the amount of the sperm, the concentration of the sperm. Wow. <laughs> it was on every angle. So they basically said to us, look, you have a 1% to 2% chance of ever conceiving naturally. Wow. Which is devastating to hear.
1: Totally. Totally. So,
0: so, you know, and I'm thinking at this point, okay, I'm 37. This is is what I want in my life, you know. So my husband knows this is my dream. And and he's very supportive. And he's like, look, we're going to do whatever we need to do. So they recommended that we go straight to in vitro. Mm. Because they really didn't think something like intrauterine insemination would really be successful for me. But Given the fact that we've never done anything like this, I thought, well, okay, I'm going to try something that's less invasive, less expensive. Because yeah. I would say I, I'm not—I may be misquoting this—but out of all of the states, I think there's 18 where infertility treatments are actually covered. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's interesting, right? The the birth control pill is covered, you know, to prevent yeah. pregnancy. Wow. But when you try wow. to get pregnant, there's nobody covering this thousands and thousands Mm, and thousands mm. of dollars. So um, anyway, so we said, look, let's try the um, intrauterine insemination and let's see how that goes. Tried that three different times, Mm. all failed. Mm. Um, Just very, very heartbreaking. And, you know, you get the you get the call from the nurses because they have to do the pregnancy test for you all through blood work in their clinics. And you get the call and you're, you know, no, I'm sorry, you're not pregnant. Mm -hmm. So then it became, okay, now we're going to do the in vitro, which is a big deal because one, it's very expensive. And secondly, you know, you have to get your hormones leveled again. So they're putting you on the birth control pill to get everything level and, you know, you're, you feel like you're going backwards somewhat, you know, yeah, like, okay, yeah. going back on the birth control pill, you know, just things don't seem like they're in the right place, but apparently they know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So um, we go forward with that and you're getting checked all the time. They're checking your follicles. They're seeing how many you have. Are they, are they growing to the levels they should? So you're basically, you know, in the office a lot, getting blood work done, getting ultrasounds constantly. And you're doing this while you're at work. You know, at that time I was a, elementary school counselor and Mm. you know it was just you're supposed to be going on with life
1: as usual as these very monumental things are happening behind the scenes that nobody knows about you don't know who can identify with you because you're one in six and you probably feel alone and this uh, this journey is is so far removed from everything else that's just normal and typical in your life
0: yeah, you're right. And not only do you feel alone, the sad part is because people don't understand it. I think it's like anything. If you haven't gone through it, you can't relate. Right. And it's, if, you, if you've gotten pregnant easily, you just think, well, right. it'll happen for you. Yeah. And the comments that get made to you, Micah, oh, is it's probably the most hurtful thing along the way. Mm. excuse me because like like i said i worked in a school district and some of the comments would be they knew that i was wanting to be a mom they didn't know to the extent of you know what detail i was going through everything but they said oh dawn you should just go hang out in the first grade wing you know they just drink the water there and they get pregnant
1: interesting yeah and now a word from our sponsors face it, shaker bottles suck. Your protein shakes always come out clumpy and you look like an idiot using the thing. That's why I decided to ditch the shaker bottle for good and get myself a Blend Jet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended protein shakes in just 20 seconds. BlendJet 2 is portable. So you can even blend up a smoothie at work a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothing without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 colors and patterns to choose from, I chose lavender. What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. Be sure to use your promo code DULA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code DULA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild hydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure. Cure. Today, Cure is on a mission to help people stay hydrated and feel their best without compromising on quality, taste, or sustainability. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on the website and packaging. And they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code DULA for 20% off your order. Did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer. But I don't think I ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ugh, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird started experimenting with his morning ritual almost two decades ago. He found that when he started adding fats to his morning cup, like coconut oil, he had amazing energy throughout the rest of his day. He gradually perfected his recipe for an epic cup of fuel and began sharing it with his friends in the surf community. They've got functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, And prebiotic greens. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use your promo code DULA at checkout to save 15% of your purchase today. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo Puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. They are 100% wooden puzzles that last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo Puzzles are a cut above the rest. What are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code DULA to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to W-O-N-G-O puzzles.com and use the code doula to get your 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and you'll get the comments like, you know, you must be having fun trying and, oh, oh my no, okay. you know, just the, just to, yeah just to put it out there this this um, infertility struggle that I had mm. was six long years of spanning and oh, I can tell you it's not fun trying <laughs> after no. you what people don't realize is not only are you trying because you can't miss any prime opportunity so you're up obsessing over yeah. when you're absolutely ovulating you can't miss any prime window times. but then again my husband has sperm issues so well let's well, be honest pre- that
1: doesn't mean every single time you guys are together it's gonna feel super romantic or it's because you're both just oh, really and it, horny it and doesn't. wanting to be together no it yeah. has this totally different feel to it no we're working we're like trying yeah, exactly. to achieve something it's yeah a it's job. a job so wow I mean, yeah. it's a job and you're trying to be sensitive like i was trying to be really sensitive to my husband
0: too because we know how the male body parts yeah, can be very sensitive yeah. right so if i didn't want to be like you know like pushing him all the time when it's like like i remember the one time it was like okay here's the fertile window and i'm saying to <laughs> to my husband i'm like you know what we have to have sex tonight and he's like can we just save it for tomorrow night like he was so exhausted and he was so tired right and i am just like it like i actually went to bed that night crying because oh, i was like wow. you know i can't control him having sex with me so if he doesn't have sex with me i can't get yeah, pregnant yeah. you know like i felt like so much was out of my control Jolly. and i was like what if that was our one time that would have been the time listen dawn so this one
1: this aspect of this journey uh, your sex life just this aspect alone is Mm -hmm. huge and life-altering, seriously. Like, you're right. We are not talking about this enough. There's no way that any of us who have not been through your journey before could identify with, again, Mm -hmm. just what your sex life looks like during this time. I mean, this is so, wow, so helpful. So informative for people to hear this.
0: Yeah, every time he has sex with me, he fails
1: basically. And so
0: in his mind, he's thinking, like, do they even want to do it? But they know they have to do it because yeah. how else are we going to have a baby? You know, well, so it just it just perpetuates upon itself. But well, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit a little bit much. But anyway, so we I barely met the criteria to do the IVF because you have to have at least four follicles. Okay. So they had me on the highest dose of basically. Hormones that are going to create these follicles, and they couldn't put me on anything higher. And you're giving yourself shots, so this is a whole new world. You have to to learn. You're giving yourself these shots every day mm-hmm. to get these things to happen. And then I did meet the criteria because I had the four. So then we go and we have to do an egg retrieval. So they have to put you under, you know, so you can have the egg retrieval, and they can actually do something that they call spinning the sperm. Yeah. So they can actually spin the sperm that they did retrieve from him and find the most perfect three because out of my yeah out of my eggs out of the follicles there were actually only three follicles three eggs in the Mm follicle so they retrieved only three eggs but I'm speaking with the embryologist and she says okay so I have no guarantee she said but it looks like we have three really great sperm and three really good eggs so I'm very hopeful that yeah. we will have fertilization I, w- I will be letting you know wow so i'm at work i'm at you know in school and i get the call and she said i'm so sorry she said but we could not get them to fertilize wow and i just was devastated because to me in that moment that was like death to me that was like
1: all hope is lost like you just told yeah, me I mean, you thought that there was a really good chance we got three good sperm three good egg and now those failed what
0: what now? right and then where do you go from here because in my mind yeah. i was like science with Mm. all of their manipulation can't get this to happen how is this just going to happen on its own with our our system so I felt like so much devastation so much loss in that moment because you know when you're when you're longing to be a mother like this every time you get your period every Mm -hmm. time some other procedure fails you lose this is what goes through your mind every time I'm never going to get ultrasound picture I'm never going to hear my baby's heartbeat I'm never going to have you know it's a boy it's a girl Mm -hmm. I'm never going to have a baby handed to me in my arms to feel that I never get to tell my husband guess what we're pregnant and I can like surprise him like all of those Mm -hmm. losses go through your mind every time there's a defeat like that so at that point they suggested to me because we can't increase your dose your next best bet would be an egg donation okay and we talked about that as a couple, and we were both under uh, the, in, in the agreement that if it couldn't be a hundred percent ours genetically, yeah. then right. we didn't want it to be our, ours at all genetically. You know, right. I guess yep. like it was either you know all or none because it would just seemed weird. Yeah, it would just seem weird. I mean, that's you know, everybody has their own opinions with that, but that's right. where we were. Yep. So. So we ran the gamut with all the things that we tried. This is, this is what's really helpful in the uh, process that I go through in the book um, for people too, because Mm -hmm. it's almost like, what do you do when you've tried everything? And what really gets tried basically for the most part are the physical considerations, you know, Mm -hmm. what's creating the infertility, what kind of procedures can you do to fix it? Can you go on a medication that will help you ovulate if you're not ovulating and so on and so forth. Right. So, we tried a multitude of things besides procedures. We tried acupuncture. We both um, went to an acupuncturist for a year each. Okay. And there's a lot of success for some people with that. We had no success. Okay. Um, we had, we very, you know, faithful people. We were involved in two prayer groups mm-hmm. and I literally like had these two prayer groups praying for me on a regular basis. Okay. And my faith was strong um, although I, I, I now know that my fear was way stronger than my faith because I had so much fear mm. that even though I was praying to God for him to like, bless me with this baby, I had this fear that he was going to say no. Mm. So therefore I had to step in and be like the controlling, you know, crazy girl, <laughs> like mm. trying to manipulate everything. Like, what can I do? What can I do? And sure. I, you know, I, I, I obsessed on the internet. Like I look for things on a regular basis like what kind of little myths is out there what kind of like new you know suggestion there there is to increase fertility and never stopping or when I was due for my period I I would contemplate is it really like premenstrual symptoms or is it like pregnancy symptoms and I would look at the list even though I could have basically written the list myself just to kind of like maybe it's implantation pain maybe that's Mm, what I'm feeling mm, you know Your, your mind just never lets it go so it just consumes your life it's very very sad and I think the the piece of it consuming my life was also the thing that was probably keeping the baby farthest away from me Mm. because the more we clamp onto something the more we want it so desperately there's no open space for it to arrive you know we have to we have to be open and as much as I tried to surrender and let go and say I know God that you have my back in this I had fear that it wasn't going to be a yes from him. So yeah. I couldn't totally let go. So the other thing that we did was um, I quit my job um, as a school counselor because I thought maybe the stress was impacting it so wow. much. Wow. And I was surrounded by children all the time. And mm. as much as I, you know, like love them to death, I just was always like, when will it be my turn? When mm-hmm. will I be, I think, mm-hmm. my child, you know? Yeah, um, constant so, triggers. Yes, constant yeah, constant triggers is right. Um, and I have to say, I think the to moms, the moms in waiting today have it even harder than I did because I didn't have the social media aspect on mm, top of it. You sure, know, I sure. mean, you, that, it's so, it's so hard to be Like my friends around me are having baby after baby and I'm invited to baby showers and I mean, I, I still went, I went to them because I wanted to be supportive, but you're slapping on your happy face, Mm -hmm. wondering Mm -hmm. when it's going to be your turn. And if it's ever going to be your turn, I I went to the hospital and held their babies, you know, and went to their homes and, you know, gave them their gifts and it was hard. It was, it was heart wrenching, but yeah, I still did it. And, um, the other thing that we did was we, we involved ourselves in this homeopathic health and wellness program for three
1: years. Okay.
0: Three years long. That's because long yeah, my sister was diagnosed with MS and she was seeing a naturopath and she in one of her visits there explained that we were struggling and, and the homeopathic doctor said, You know, I've helped so many couples become pregnant because what what's happening is your 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 hormones are not in balance, your body's not in balance and if I can get you to do that through through diet, through all of the nutritional types of things in a a wellness program in general with giving your body what it's maybe having a deficit Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. both the male and the female, then, you know, we can get you there. Wow. Three years. Uh, Y'all really did try (laughs) it all.
1: 'all Y'all really did. We really did. We
0: really did try it all. Hey, join me next week as we hear the rest of Dawn's exciting story.
1: Thank you for listening to My doula, You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My We can also get connected at MyDoolaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week. So please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network.